Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of Positively Trans. This is your host, Kylie Rose Hollum. This week, got my wife, Cassandra, hopping in on this episode. She's going to talk a little bit more about some of the common questions she gets asked in regards to our relationship. We're going to dive a little bit into what it's been like for us since I've transitioned and also touch on Cassandra's self-discovery through the transition as well. So thanks for tuning in and let's get started. All right, so it's finally here, the episode where my awesome wife, Cassandra, joins me. Hello, everyone. I'm she's, the wife to this crazy person. She's super nervous, so just bear with her. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not the outspoken one. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, we're, we're just going to touch a little bit more on, um, we're going to just start off, tell a little bit more about our story. Um, that way, you just kind of get to know us a little bit more. So, um, Cassandra and I met in, in high school, high school sweethearts. Of course, I met Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we met when I was a senior and you were a junior. Yep. Yeah. And I was about to go to, off to college and I did not want anything to do with having a high school boyfriend. <laughs> I wanted all the, the cool new relationships I could get at college, but... Somehow this one stole my heart and I finally gave in. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> she just weaseled her way. She's very persistent. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the days when there was MySpace and she stalked me on there. <laughs> so, um, we were together eight years, I believe, when she told me. Um, and, uh, we actually... Fun fact, she told me over a lunch break. <laughs> we, yeah. we, both worked, we both worked at the same place. And, uh, yeah, she just told me over a lunch break, and we went back to work. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a little bit a little bit more to it than that. I yeah. mean, I had, you know, she knew I was going to therapy for something, and um, I finally was, you know, ready to, ready to tell her and, you know, I, I told her that I was like, hun, I'm, I'm ready to tell you why I've been going to therapy. Yeah, she had been going to therapy for a week, by the way. Yeah, only a week, <laughs> only a week. She was ready to tell me after a week of therapy. <laughs> I was tired of, you know, tired of hiding. So, um, told her, and it's been pretty awesome since, so. Well, you have to tell the story of how you told me. All right, so you take it away, take it away. Okay, so obviously we were on our lunch break. And um, I'm, uh, I'm like chopping something, I think, like vegetables at the yeah. kitchen counter or something for, for lunch. Dangerous. <laughs> and, Why did I decide to tell her this time with a knife right? in her hand? Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's, she's, well, he, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time with it's pronouns. It's okay. It's okay. Past tense pro- pronouns, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, she was sitting there and she said, I've been dealing with, the, with this since I've been six years old. And for me, I had already kind of prepared myself with a couple of scenarios of why she needed to go to therapy. So one of them, as crazy as it is, is I thought multiple personality might be something. I thought maybe sexual abuse. And then the other one was that she wanted to be a woman. <laughs> Believe it or not, those were my three thoughts that I kind of prepared myself for when she was going to therapy. So I would kind of know, be prepared for whatever she finally told me. Anyway, so we were standing there, and she was having a hard time. She just said, you know, I've been dealing with this since I was six years old. 
And that is when it clicked to me that she was definitely, I thought it was trans. Because I just couldn't believe that, I, 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 at that point I just thought there was nothing else it could be. It just made sense. So finally, she, I turned to her and just say, I'm 99% sure I know what it is and I want you to know I'm okay with it. And then she just started crying and told me. So. Yeah, it was really special, and it was nice that to have that reassurance that I wasn't going to lose my best friend, I wasn't going to lose my wife. Um, it, it was huge. So that right there was one of the, you know, that was a huge obstacle to obviously get over, and having her support, I knew that it was only going to make, you know, my transition easier. I knew there was going to be obviously uphill battles in some instances, but having my, you know, my best friend, my wife by my side was huge for me. So it, it was awesome. And definitely, you know, it's, it's been great. I really, really am so happy with where we've come. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about our story here. Um, just touching on that. But now we're going to dive into some of the the common question, the most common question Cassandra gets asked by other people that are transitioning. Um, and, and that question is, you know, what, it, what did I do that made her want to stay? Yeah. So, yeah, so I have a Tumblr, and that was where I kind of had my, um, my outlet, because obviously Facebook and Instagram, all those other social media networks, like, you're attached to your name. And people, you know, are recommended when you start face, you know, Facebook. It's like, oh, here's all your friends. Well, Tumblr doesn't do that because they don't, you're a lot more anonymous. Um, so that's where I went to express myself during the transition, you know, with pictures of us, you know, things going through. Um, but anyway, so I started that blog and I get a lot of personal messages on that about, you know, what we're going through. Um... And uh, a lot of times people that are transitioning, a lot of times it's male to female that contact me, but um, the person that's actually transitioning contacts me because they want to know how I was able to stay. Like what can they do for their spouse that will make them want to stay? And I mean, that's a loaded question. I mean, I don't know this person and I don't know their spouse, so... It's hard for me to answer that, but a lot of times I just say, you know, here are the things that we did. Because um, there is no cure-all answer to it. You know, it, it's a combination of a million things that make people happy together. And that's of any relationship, let alone a transitional relationship. So anyway, the main thing that helped for me was I felt a lot of, I guess I didn't feel like I had any control in the relationship transition. Like, I was just, like, I was along for the ride, and there was a lot that was going on that was all going to be for you, and I just didn't know when things were going to happen. So one night we went out to a coffee shop, and I just, we just drew a line on a piece of paper, a horizontal line, and it was the year of 2016, and we were going to set the little timeline, you know, little things that we were going to hit and when we were going to hit them, what month. It was actually 2015. 
Um, uh, it's all right. That's it's true. A- it's already been two years. I'm already losing it. Anyway, <laughs> the year was not important. What happened was that we wrote down everything. So from, you know, hormones, that was, the, I think, the first one. And then from there it was telling work. Um, and then there was telling family. And mm-hmm. then there was telling the whole world on Facebook. You know, like little timelines of what we were going to do. And then there was, of course, you know, surgery, things like that are much further out. Um, But that was super huge for me because I could tell, I could mentally prepare myself for each step, you know. Um, That way I was there and present and I felt like I was involved. I was part of it Mm -hmm. instead of just everything's happening to you and I'm just along for the ride. Right. Um, because then we compromise because when you, you know, there was things that you want to do sooner and I say, Ooh, I don't know. I don't think that you want to tell work that soon because of this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we compromised and played off of each other. So a timeline was huge. And that's what I tell a lot of people is that give them a little control. So even if it's not true control, it's compromise. It still feels like you're having a little control in a Kind of crazy time in your lives. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, obviously you you have to understand, well, you've been suppressed all your life. You know, the person you're with, like, this is a transition period for them as well. And they're, they're, the way they think, their their sexual identity is also in, in the mix of this as well. There's so many things going on. So it is huge to have a timeline. And if anybody needs any help doing that, feel free to, to message us. Um, we can kind of give you a step-by-step on how to do that. It's pretty simple, but if yeah. you need some help, just reach out to us. So Yeah, you don't want to tell work too soon. You don't want, you know, you want to be able to tell family before it gets out to other people. It's mm-hmm. very, you know, it's a balancing act during that, especially the first year of trying to figure everything out. Absolutely. Um, and then I get a lot of questions from Spouse? people that are spouses that are trying to stay. And I usually get the questions pretty quickly. It's brand new. Mm-hmm. People are looking everywhere for something, someone they can ask. And that's sad. There's just not a lot. There's not a lot of relationships that stay together. I think there's more than there has been coming as mm-hmm. of late, um, as acceptance starts slowly. <laughs> um, but there's just so many people that they're like, I don't, I want to stay and I, I love this person, but how, mm-hmm. you know, how do I do this? And what does that mean about me? You know, what does that mean about my sexuality? Like I'm straight or I thought I was straight. And that kind of brought up, brings in kind of what has happened with me. Um, I was, I assumed I was heterosexual my whole life. I've never had any other experiences. And so you know, that's just what I thought I was, you know, that's what I've kind of been brought up thinking that's what I was. So I never experimented. And then, you know, once obviously Kylie came along and came out to me, I I found myself thinking, well, this is all great. And I'm glad I can be there for her. But what does this mean about my own sexuality if I'm willing so easily to stay with a woman? Because obviously that is the the end goal, that it will just be a lesbian relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so that brought me on this whole kind of where what box do I fit in, which is what everybody wants to do is put you in your little box. And you do it's it to yourself, too. Tr- yeah, it's true. I mean. Yeah. So anyway, so I found the word pansexual, mm-hmm. which in my own 
my own interpretation of it is that you're loving the soul of the person and you don't care so much about the packaging that it come they come in. Right. Um, because, and it's different than bisexual because bisexual is you like a guy or you like a girl or you like both, you know, it's, right. it's bi, that's two. But with, I realized if I were to meet, if something, God forbid, would happen to Kylie, I wouldn't be against dating somebody that's trans or something. Right, you know, like, right. Or by, you know, any kind of, person, you know, sexuality, I don't have a problem with that, so... Pansexual kind of brings everybody under the umbrella there and says, I love the person that is their, in their soul, mm-hmm. not the person that they are presenting to the world in their physical form. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I've gone. And a lot of people on, my, on the blog want to know, you know, what does this mean for me? Um, am I a lesbian now? And, you know, it, it's really hard to answer that question because... I mean, gosh, I don't know these people, but I love to talk to them. It's just every person has to decide for themselves. It's not a decision that I can make for them. Mm-hmm. If they really, really want to stay and they think that they can make it work, then maybe they're pansexual. Right, right. You know, maybe that's, maybe that's them. But other people have said, I don't want to be with a woman. Well, that's your choice. You know, like, you have to still be attracted to the person, you know, mm-hmm. if you're emotionally in love with somebody, but you can't physically be with them, a lot of times... It's not going to work. It's not going to work, unless, of course, you're, like, asexual or whatever. Right, if you're not interested. Yeah, in, not yeah. interested in sex, but still, like, that is part of it. Right. Yeah, I, I think it is one of those... It's such... Because, I mean, Cassandra makes a great point. We want... People want to put people in boxes. And it's hard to, to define it sometimes. And... You know, that's just that's just the world we live in currently, and maybe someday it won't it won't be as big of a deal. But I think it's good to at least touch on and give people perspective on you know what what quote unquote Cassandra's box is. So yeah, I just want I just love I just want to love people. I yeah. want there to be happiness in the world where people share and even I mean not to just talking about you know love relationship I'm just saying about in general I just want more peace and happiness in the world and I know that's very hippie of me to say but I've really kind of I think this transition has opened my eyes to that I want so much happiness for whoever is trying to find their happiness we're all trying to find happiness it's so hard it it really is you just gotta define your own right absolutely and and I think that actually leads in perfect to talking a little bit more about you know, Cassandra's self-discovery. I mean, it's, while this has been, you know, a lot about, you know, what I've gone through, what, you know, my transition has been like, Cassandra has come so far and like, it's been a beautiful thing to see her blossom into this amazing person. I mean, she was amazing before, but damn, this girl is amazing. (laughs) She has just come into her own and I, I love her more and more every day. (laughs) Sappy moment. We can edit that out. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll just keep it in there. Um, But yeah, so I wanted to, you know, touch on that as well. I think it's important for people, you know, and I talked to a lot of, you know, my other trans friends about that, that are in relationship. Your spouse, you know, does go through not maybe maybe that physical transition, but a a mental transition, a spiritual transition. So I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, who, who was Cassandra before 
um, before my transition and yeah. build off of that. So it's interesting because I didn't have this real, I didn't realize when I was in, in the midst of it that this was happening. I think it was, I ended up making like a Facebook post one day when I was just sitting on the couch and I just was like, oh my God, I'm not the same person that I was when, when you came out to me. And I didn't feel like I had changed along the way, but I had very drastically. Um, so basically I found that I had found myself I had found myself um, while Kylie was finding herself. So what I mean by that is I felt very shy. I felt really like I cared what people thought so much before she transitioned. I was just a very shy person. As When I got to know you, sure, I was outgoing, but... I was shy with strangers. I didn't put myself out there a lot. Um, I was just in general like very aware of what others thought of me. Um, and so much so that I was anxious about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very anxious. But now I realized I by watching Kylie just like go through all these steps in our timeline of like coming out to work and just being like owning it. And the actual support that came with it, you know, as much as, you know, there has been some people that haven't supported us a hundred percent, there's still like, it was surprising how many people did support you. Mm -hmm. And that's a testament to who you are because everyone still loved who you were before. And so they said, okay, this person I still want in their, my life. Right. Um, so watching that, I was kind of like, well, wait a second. I think I was subconsciously taking this all in and going, well, she's put herself out there in the most raw form. I mean, this is not something small to be out there in the world. Like, by the way, I'm a different gender. That's a big deal. <laughs> See, it was a big deal. Um, you know, you know that everybody's talking about you. I mean, when we put out that Facebook post, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. I had to think, I'm like, there's tons of people... <laughs> I'm sure my entire high school class. <laughs> oh, I know. I think like, about that. I'm imagine? like the small town. Like I just, yeah. I can only imagine. Like everyone had to have been talking about it. But then no one, we asked people in the post, you know, I understand if you don't support us, but just, you know, don't spread the hate. You know, don't, don't just be nice to us is essentially what we were trying to ask for. Right. And we got that. And uh, I didn't have one person be rude to me, especially mm -hmm. on social media where it's so easy to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we just had, I mean, I just watched her come out and everyone just stand there with open arms and it was so amazing. And I got to think, well, gosh, if she can come out with this and still have all her friends and her everyone behind her, well, what could I possibly do that would make people... Weird around me. I, I guess I just like subconsciously let go of all I was holding in about people judging me. Mm -hmm. There was so much that I was worried about people judging me. And I just thought, well, you know what? We went through that whole thing and nobody said anything to us. So they can judge us, but we won't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was empowering. Well, I think not, not only is that empowering, but it's also just, I think we're both in a point too where, you know, People could be negative to us. I mean, we we really haven't been around a whole lot back to where we where we grew up. But 
it's one of those things where we're happy and like to be able to just own who we are. I think that's just so powerful. Oh, it's so powerful. I feel like a whole new person. And I don't think people will even recognize me from back home. Just who I am is so myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting emotional even thinking about it. <laughs> about how we are living as ourselves. And it's not just you living as yourself. It's me. Like, I am who I am. And I'm proud of that. I think... When you look at all these all these successful people or people that have done a lot of things in life, like when you can love your felt yourself in your purest form and just that that raw, fully exposed, like that's when you really start to just that's when life just starts to make sense. Mm-hmm. And you blossom, and the world notices. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I mean, we. I guess you know talking about so Cassandra used to be the shy. Yeah. You know, worried, and now she's just this, she, so you know, will stand up and, you know, for what yeah. she believes in, and I think that's huge. It's huge for her, and can oh you talk a little bit more about, I mean, obviously you just touched on, you know, seeing me put myself out there, but, you know, how, for other people that maybe are struggling with, you know, letting them true selves out, they're, you know owning who they are, you know, what suggestions would you give to someone? Um, or, you know, talking about how you got to where you were a little bit in a little bit more detail. Well, gosh, it's just, you gotta, you have to let go of control. I think there's a lot of, you're trying to control constantly what, uh, what your image is perceived by the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of just have to be, you kind of have to stop caring about what they think. I don't know how you do that. It's something, I don't know. Well, what do you think? Well, I think. done it too. Well, I think, you know, we were talking a couple nights ago about not letting people, essentially like, you can't let other people control your happiness. Mm. Yeah, so... I thought of this image of, so if you like close your eyes and you think about, there's a, the person that has, that is kind of creating conflict in your life. Mm -hmm. Somebody that is, maybe you're transitioning and somebody that's not okay with it. If you think about, close your eyes and you're sitting across from that person, hand them a controller. This controller controls your entire life. This is your happiness. They can push up and down on your happiness. Hand it to them. Now they're holding it. Do you think that... Why would you give somebody else that controller? Yeah. You know? You're... You should be in control of your happiness. You should have that control in your hand and go up and down. You know, based on what you're feeling. But you shouldn't have somebody else in control. And I think we... We just don't realize that we're giving people control so much and it, it's so hard absolutely so hard but you have to know that you're the best person to control your life absolutely and i i i always go back to this to this quote and it's the only person you should be competing with is the person you were yesterday i mean yeah. and, and that really relates to that giving other people control people can critique you they can you know give you constructive criticism, but the biggest thing is, you know, are you better than you were yesterday? And I think 
that's huge. As well as touching yeah. on what Cassandra just said about you you control your happiness. Don't give yeah. it to someone else. Take the control back. Take yeah. the controller back in your hands. Stand up to that person and say, no, you do not have control of my happiness. I do. Yeah, and I think... I think that's been huge for you. You've, you've, Mm -hmm. there's people that have, you know, dictated your happiness in life and, and you've been able to really overcome that. And I think that's, what's been a lot of, you know, your, your growth has been affiliated to that lately. Yeah. I used to care so much about what everyone thought and now I don't. And it's it's so freeing. Mm -hmm. I'm such a happy person. I mean, that's really true. I'm not Facebook happy. Like, I'm truly happy because I have control of my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that makes my life choices. Obviously, with you, <laughs> along for the ride. I know. I'm just, just hooking on. <laughs> Take me with you. Yeah. I'm just, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's our relationship. You hook on, you know, and I hook on well, to we your... We pick each other up. That's... Yeah. That's what a relationship's for. And I, and to the people out there that are trying, you know, you need to make your decision for you. Mm-hmm. It, I made my decision not for Kylie, but for me. Mm-hmm. She came out to me, and that was my decision for my life, not for her life. So you need to separate if you're going to stay or not. You need to decide for you, not for somebody else. Right. And cause... Unfortunately, because obviously you want to you wanna bring this person up. But if it's not right for you, you don't say, and there's no shame in that either. It's your life to decide what you are meant to and your sexual identity and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's huge too. Like, and, and that, you know, goes out to people that are transitioning. Like if, if for some reason your relationship doesn't work out, don't, don't beat yourself up over it. It's, they have to make a choice too. It's, you know, do you want to be with someone that's going to resent you for the rest of your life? You know, you can't, it's hard to go into this because I know people may have, you know, other thoughts on it, but you can't resent that person. It's, and Cassandra made a great point. It's their life. They have to make the decision for themselves. If they stay and things are great, awesome. But you don't want to be in a spot where, you know, your spouse is resentful for you because it's just going to be a horrible relationship. And uh, I get this a lot. A lot of people that are trans just think, Maybe I'll just hide it because I love this person so much and I don't want to give this up, this relationship. Maybe I'll just hide it. They're not okay with it, so I'm just going to let it go. You'll never be happy. Right. Your happiness, yes, it's great and it's such a martyr thing to sacrifice your happiness for somebody else. But you did this for me for eight years. It took you eight years to give up on, to give up your my happiness to end up having your own too. We ended up having it together, mm-hmm. but just don't, don't think you can cover it up. Yeah. If you really know deep down that you're transgender, your relationship, as much as it means, you need to be true to yourself. You only have one life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not, you, it's, you can't, it's going to come up again if you don't. Yeah. You got to deal with it. Yep. You just got to, you got to, as we keep saying, we've said it several times in this podcast, you have to own it and you know, whatever, whatever your destiny is, it's going to be that. And just stay as positive as you can find people that can, you know, support you 
whether, you know, what, like we said, whether if your spouse stays awesome, if for some reason they don't, there are people out there going through the same thing. There are people out there that want to help, you know, we're, we're those kind of people. We want to be there for people that are, that are going through this and may it be going through struggles and just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Our, our situation is very special, obviously, but you know, that doesn't, there's going to be struggles no matter, no matter what, whether it's your relationship or own personal struggles. Yeah. And take one day at a time, Mm -hmm. you know, the end of the tunnel is not tomorrow. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a long journey. This is life is a complete journey. It's, you're never going to be done trying to, to make yourself better Mm -hmm. and one step at a time and give yourself, give yourself some credit. You know, you're enough. You're doing the best you can. Absolutely. And just challenge yourself, not challenge other people. Right. You know? Awesome. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into this episode. It's been awesome to have Cassandra along. Um, <laughs> I stopped being nervous. <laughs> I know. She was so... Once I got into it. She was so nervous before. Um, I had a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I did as well. Um, <laughs> just to set the stage. Uh, but no, thank you so much for listening. Cassandra, thanks for joining. Yeah. It's always awesome to be able to bring you in and just share some of our, our triumphs and different things we've gone through and all that good old stuff and uh stay tuned for the next episode hopefully next next time uh we'll be on itunes we're getting closer so uh stay tuned and uh and then did you do do they know your tumblr um because they can message me on yeah my wifey kylie my lifey. I know it's super cheesy. <laughs> it's super cheesy, but uh, but I'm on there. If anyone's listening and needs needs some some one on one with me, yeah, I'll I'll make sure to provide the um, link as well um, on our on the podcast uh, website on SoundCloud. So look for the link. Um, you probably just heard Chandler's flapping his ears. <laughs> our dash out. Yeah, he's he's chilling on the bed. Um, but yeah, so I'll provide Cassandra's, uh, Tumblr, uh, URL. So you guys, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to her. She's amazing. No God. Um, (laughs) she, she did see you're, you are. Hashtag cheesy. Yes. Um, but no, uh, and stay tuned. We got some awesome stuff coming up. Um, I know I'm going to be, uh, interviewing Ames Simmons, He's a trans man. Um, he's going to be joining us here probably in a couple weeks. Um, so I'm really excited about that. That'll be really cool to get that insight as well. And then um, we'll just keep on rock- rocking this thing. And if anybody has any suggestions, please feel free to comment. Um, I'm always up to hear if people want to learn or have us touch on some other things. But everyone have a wonderful night and take it easy. We'll catch All you right, next time. Bye.